Hi, I'm Charles McPherson, and you're listening to the Motel Swing Happy Hour, KSUE San Diego. And I'm your host, Sue Palmer, broadcasting from the beautiful neighborhood of Talmadge, named after the 20s silent screen stars, Norma, Natalie, and Constance Talmadge. Tonight's show features a conversation I had with my neighbor and esteemed jazz legend, Charles McPherson. We will be highlighting his newest project, the album Jazz Dance Suites, a collection of suites he wrote for the San Diego Ballet under the direction of Javier Velasco, and also featuring uh, his daughter Camille McPherson, who is one of the uh, principal dancers with the ballet. Charles has had an impressive 60-year career so far, beginning with his 12-year stint with Charles Mingus from 1960 to 1972. He toured extensively as a sideman and leader after that throughout the U.S. and abroad and was featured in the soundtrack for Clint Eastwood's film Bird as the saxophone voice of Charlie Parker. And last year was faded at the Lincoln Center in New York City for his 80th birthday with guests including McCoy Tyner and Wynton Marsalis and the uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. I'd like to start with the title tune of one of the suites. Here is Sweet Synergy.
beautiful. The album is just fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Sue. Yeah, and it's such okay. a... I love multi-collaborative mediums. Yeah. And the fact that you have your... Practically your whole family on it. Yeah. I, it, it's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a, a really... Um, a fun thing to do and uh you know of course camille dances with the san diego ballet so uh that's my connection because she's one of their uh, soloists and uh so i've written three different suites for them and two medleys uh and i've been with them roughly five years or so you know and it's been it's been fun i've learned a lot you know just from um writing for dance and movement i mean like you I'm, I'm used to maybe you've done this before but i'm just used to writing for for instruments and well it's interesting because know. i play swing music mostly and yeah dance swing dancers like it. it's okay swing okay. dancers like it okay okay and so i'm used to visualizing the music with swing dancing but to visualize it with ballet dancers yeah yeah that's this wonderful it's yeah well it's, it's it's interesting you know and the only different you know now i i used to play for dancers all the time now i put you know when i grew up grew up in detroit i grew up in detroit it's a, a, a we played polkas for polish people <clears throat> yeah i mean that was part of the gig i mean the gig it, it would be a uh, for some polish people at some hall polish hall somewhere yeah okay here we are walking in there and we'd have to play some you know bill you know, some, some, some polkas, and then we'd play a little jazz, a little blues, but we'd mix it up. And we had, in order to work in Detroit, you'd, you'd have to be, you know, eclectic to some degree. We'd have to play, you know, for people who love jazz, people only blues. Uh, and so, and people did dance more. Uh, the earlier, farther back you go, and I, I remember, I mean, I played for dancers all the time. So I'm, I'm like, I'm used to playing for them. The difference is the ballet is that they are doing the same thing every time and they're not improvising so you, you want you know when you're composing for these people you have to be mindful uh and have uh, uh compositions that have definite areas where you can improvise so you're doing what you do but you have to definitely have several uh spots in the composition that's given information to dancers and it has to be the same spot and the same thing in that spot every time you know because they're, they're they if they they need to move their left arm they're waiting for the musical cue for that yeah. to happen so that's the whole thing just kind of the balance of um you know the improv aspect and then uh, you know, free enough and you know for that, for the vibe and the feel right, but yet sh still structured enough for the dancers. And then once you do that, I've done it. You know, the first time I did it, I was well. I'm wondering if this is going to be okay. I'm wondering if Javier, the uh, choreographer, is going to like it. I, 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 yeah, is it going to be okay? Now, once I did it once, then I said, okay, I know how I can, I can, I see what to do. You know, with this. And then, and then once I had the confidence that he could do anything because you know when we first did well, he probably had to do that too get used to you yeah but you know he he uh, uh he he really uh made me feel okay about it because when we first got together for the first suite which was sweet synergy um that was the first suite i love that yeah title tune oh thank yeah. you yeah uh so 
um, when we talked about because this is the first time we we collaborated and and I've, I've expressed concerns about uh, what I hope I'm you know I've never done this before and all that and, and I hope and he just said look you write the music and I will don't worry about it you write what you feel and I can I can choreograph to anything mm-hmm. you know what yeah. they say oh really okay so. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and he he can, and he can, you know. So it was like, okay, well then, I'll I'll just make sure I have the musical cues. That has to be spot on, Uh but I don't have to worry about every other every note, you know, because he's and so and and he's he was right. He can, you know. So he's very talented. Let's hear something from the new album now. Here's uh, a tune from the sweet Song of Songs, and it's called Heart's Desire.
you know, concerning the uh, the, la the my latest pro project, which is um, these suites, there are two of them. One is called Song of Songs, and the other suite is called Sweet Synergy. Right. Now, Sweet Synergy is uh, earlier. It's the first uh, body of music I did with the San Diego Ballet. And basically, there's no storyline in that in, yeah, the, in those right. suites. It's, it's, one, yes. Yeah, it's not episodic. No storyline. It's just a conglomeration of of just two, you know, different uh, compositions, and really Afro-Cuban, Afro-Latin based rhythmically. So that's what that is. The other one, uh, Song of Songs, is episodic. It's based on the Old Testament Bible story of King Solomon and some young lady that's in love with him, and he probably with her, but it doesn't happen. It didn't work out, so it, it's never solidified. So it's wishful thinking on both parts. And so that's a, a basically about unrequited love. It's an old Hebrew from the old Hebrew text. Uh -huh. So the music on there, what I did with this project, I went online and I just YouTube ancient Hebrew music. I just wanted to hear what kind of scales right. they do and what, what, just the vibe. And so I listened, you know, got a lot of sights, listened to it, and said, okay. And then I had an idea of what I'm going to do. And what my idea was not to try to Xerox and clone ancient Hebrew music. All I wanted to do is have enough understanding of the scales and to have that represented in the competitions, compositions and some of the, the vibe of uh -huh. it. Okay. Because we're not going to know all that. Anyway. No, I didn't want to do that because yeah. this is jazz too. So uh -huh. it's going to be a hybrid anyway. Right. But I wanted to have enough of the Hebrew Johnson, <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> to be able to get, tip my hat to to them. Yeah. And so that's the way I approached it. And um, so when you hear the music, uh, it's based on unrequited love and on, on the love story. And uh, there's joy in there as well. The first track actually is Lorraine Castellanos singing sweet. on there, and she's singing in Hebrew. The very first song, Love Dance. And, uh, I'm going to play that one because it seems yeah. like a lot of the themes are based sort of on yeah. that one. Yeah, it is. And I, that's on purpose, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you'll hear some Middle Eastern scales and you'll hear a nuance of that. And I would, that's on purpose. I, that's going to be reflected to some degree on almost every tune or every other tune you're going to hear some kind of tipping the hat yeah to that but without totally taking the hat off the jazz hat yeah okay so that's the way i approached it that's pretty much it and great musicians on there jeb Patton is playing yeah. piano uh there's an israeli uh guitar player named oh. yotam silverstein uh terrell stafford on trumpet yeah, you know famous. um yeah um Billy Drummond on drum. Randy Porter actually kind of A and R to date. with him. Yeah, Randy Porter on piano, and David Wong bassist. And uh, that's it. And and of course, you know, myself. So that's pretty much it. Oh, I, it's so lush and so, uh, but it has moments of, you know, fun jazz and. Mm -hmm. It's just great, beautiful. Yeah, well, I tried to make it you know um, 
you know, something other than wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you know? Yeah, like one song after another, which we, yeah, we've uh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done. done. I mean, that, yeah. and that's my comfort zone. I mean, I, I still like wham, bam, thank you, yeah, ma'am. Right. But, but this was a different kind of thing, so, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Well, thanks so much, and thanks for, for, for having me. Let's hear Love Dance.
heard just two tunes from uh, Charles McPherson's new album, Jazz Dance Suites. Both of these are from the uh, Song of Songs suite. That last one is called The Gospel Truth, which is the uh, last song in the suite. And before that, we heard Love Dance, which was the first song in the Song of Songs suite and kind of uh, gives you a thematic introduction to um, all of the songs. We're going to continue 
with another one of the tunes on the new album. This is uh, one that Charles wrote back in two, uh, 2016, right after the uh, election. And it's called Reflections on an Election.
We were talking about politics just now. Yes. And I love the reflections on an election. Yes. That must. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that came about because uh, a reflection on an election in 2016. So, it was my reaction to Trump getting elected. Now. Trump, I'm just a couple years older than him, so we're roughly the same age. Yeah. I'm from New York. He's from New York. Oh, so wow. I've been knowing, you know, about Donald Trump and what he's about for a long time. There's yeah. nothing new for right. people from New York. Everything about him. Everything. You know, okay. Yeah. So I already know. So when he was actually elected, for somebody like me, it's, uh, it's like, really? <laughs>
just heard Charlie Parker's tune, Oh Priva. That's a classic standard in the jazz field. Uh, that was from recorded by Charles McPherson on his album The Journey, which was uh, put out in 2015. The same year he did wrote all the music for the Sweet Synergy Suite originally. And uh, he was a busy man that year. <laughs> he told me a great story about Charlie Parker, how he had a penchant for uh, playing country western tunes when he was in a, a bar and he'd go to the jukebox and uh, play country western. And uh, one of his jazz friends asked him why he did that because they sort of were making fun of him for it. And uh, he said... He liked the stories that they told. That was interesting. I had asked uh, Charles if he knew him, if he'd ever met Charlie Parker, since he was to go on to be uh, one of the premier bebop interpreters of Charlie Parker, who uh, was one of the founders of bebop. And he said he met him when he was 15 years old. So uh, that was interesting. All right. One of the great things about this new album of Charles is uh, it included so many people in his family, and not only just his uh, himself and his daughter, who's a, a dancer in the ballet company, but also his wife, who uh, penned, uh, co-wrote a couple of tunes on the uh, new album with him, uh, Lynn Sunford. McPherson, who I also see around the neighborhood. We all walk or ride our bikes and uh, our neighbors, which is very cool. I'd like to play one of the tunes that Lynn wrote with Charles. This is one called Hear My Plea. Thank you. 
attribute your longevity to? Because you're really going strong. Yeah, well, I, I, um, I, it's like not what I do is, uh, is what I don't do. Uh, I, don't, I don't do anything, you know. I stopped. I mean, I've done a lot of things that wasn't necessarily the smartest thing to do. Yeah, so well, I've had my time of experimenting. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I just try to be moderately, you know, I do, a, you know, a, a, a moderate amount of exercise. I ride the bike. I know you do. I yeah, see I see. We see each other in the neighborhood. <laughs> so I do that and... Um, uh, and then I even, you know, I'm, I'm mindful of what I eat and how much. So I, all I do is just kind of, you know, like just moderation. Do you, um, I mean, you seem to be so inspired still. Yeah, I'm still, I'm in love with music very much. Yeah. And See, you practice a lot? Yeah, I practice a lot. I love to, I love to play. In, the, in fact, I love, the, I love it now even more than when I was a younger person because... I know now I was worrying about playing the right notes. I mean, years ago, yeah. the right notes. Now I don't worry about playing the, the right notes. It's like I know I know why what note based on the emotionality, not based on because it's an A minor to D7. That has nothing to do with it. Uh -huh. A minor to D7 is being done. That's not the main event. The main event is whatever emotionality at, at the moment that you are expressing uh -huh. and what are you going to use to express what that is and and so it's not the the it's why the note you know uh -huh. why this note as opposed to that note and it has nothing to do with you know it's something to do with something else and so i think as a as you get older if you live long enough and you're of hell, if, if your mind is still good, you actually know more about what to play. You know more about love because you've been in love before. Mm -hmm. You know more about disappointment because you've been disappointed. You know more about joy because you've experienced joy, hopefully, you know. Uh -huh. So I'm saying all of, all of the, the human condition which is, there ranges from deep, dark sadness to just outright joy and everything in between. That's all of the emotions that humans feel. So for me, as a, as a player, I want to be able to have the dimension to play every one of those things uh, convincingly. And for me to be able to do that and convince one other person I have had to have felt that. Or I gotta be a musical actor. And if I'm playing a ballad and it's about unrequited love, for that moment, 10 minutes of playing that ballad, I gotta be in that space. Disappointment, unrequited love. I gotta be there. Not the A minor D7 has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's what, how am I humoring the notes? Where am I bending the note? What am I exemplifying? You know, what am I? That right there is it. Ne the next tune could be total joy. Well, now I got to switch the switch and be joy, so joy, good joy. At doing both. Yeah, we got to do. That's what I'm saying. You actually have to be an actor or actress. You have to. I mean, if you if you really want to have the, you got to have the range to do all that. So a great actor or a great actress can play a complete, you know, crazy, complete sane, 
brilliant, not so brilliant, uh, sad, happy. You got to be able to do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you, if this is what you want to do for yourself, then then you say, well, I, I got to be able to be all those, which means that you have had to have felt all of that. At this point in the interview, we got uh, interrupted by yet another member of the family. Due to the pandemic, we had to record outside, so his little dog uh, couldn't resist making his debut, his album debut. So it's interesting to hear dogs barking and sirens, and here we are. September 2020. Check out the new album. It's going to be released this month. You are listening to the Motel Swing Happy Hour and conversations with uh, myself and Charles McPherson. How cool is it to be neighbors with a complete jazz icon and legend who is still going strong? Who knows what he's going to accomplish in the next 50 years? <laughs> what a career. And uh, I am inspired I can tell he is still inspired. I, I'm just so impressed. I'd like to end with uh, another tune from his brand new album, Jazz Dance Suites. Here's a tune that describes him perfectly. It's called Delight. Thank you for listening, everybody. Cheers.
Charles McPherson.